You're listening to the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle Podcast, a show where we help you live your best life by educating you on all aspects of your health as pertains to you being a woman in a non-judgmental, not too sciencey way. And I'm your host, Michelle Broad, certified women's health, adult nurse practitioner, hormone specialist, daughter, wife, mama, and I'm a nana as well. So welcome back, ladies. I hope that you enjoyed last week's episode, our 200th episode. And um, yeah, I was like really just celebrating all last week. It was kind of cool. Can't believe that we've actually done 200 episodes and counting. So this is 201 and moving on. Just adjusted the mic there, trying to make the sound a little bit better. Okay, well, hey, you know, earlier today, I was listening to a, there was a broadcast by, um, Matthew McConaughey and his guests were um, Marie Farleo, he had on Dean DeGrazia, and he also had on Tony Robbins. And part of it, you know, a big thing that they were talking about was mindset, but a lot of it was around stress, the stress of the world and everything else. So, you know, I know we talk a lot about stress here. Trust me, I do. But I keep reemphasizing it and I keep wanting to bring it to you in different ways because it's so important and it's it's one of those things you know we just can't get away from you know in a post-pandemic electronics and social media driven world you know ladies it's so clear that stress has become quite the ubiquitous part of our daily lives and clearly it's not hard to see why okay and you can see this in you know when tony's talking about it you can see it when dean's talking about it when matthew's talking about it you know, everybody is talking about stress. Even Marie Farleo is getting on the stress bandwagon from the hyper quick pace of work life combined with the pressure to succeed and the creeping constant demand to stay connected and productive. It can all take a toll on our physical and our mental health. And I mean, it can take a horrific toll. Okay. While stress is a regular part of living. Okay. And everybody experiences it at some point in their lives to some degree or another. It's so important to tune in to the symptoms because stress and anxiety, ladies, can seriously wreck some very, very bad havoc on your body. You know, and I'm sure by now listening to this podcast and, you know, listening to me talk about it all the time that you know that for a fact and you know that stress, we talk about it in everything and how to lower it, how to do this, how to do that. So if you're not familiar with it already, one of, the, one of the hormones that particularly is affected by stress, and we've talked about it here on the podcast before, is cortisol, also known as the stress hormone. So here's the thing. High levels of cortisol can cause a wide range of adverse health effects. We've talked about cortisol on the podcast in of itself, just the hormone cortisol. And we've talked about stress. But today, I want to talk to you about a number of symptoms that are associated with stress because some are commonly known and others are not so commonly known. But today my aim is to discuss nine of the common symptoms that can rear their ugly faces when stress is becoming chronic in your life. So I want you to take note of which of these are occurring in your life presently. And then I'm going to round off the episode with, I'm going to talk to you about, of course, you know that I always have to include some diet and stuff in there too. We're going to talk about foods in particular, foods that can help you overcome some stress and that can actually help lower cortisol, okay? So first of all, we're going to talk about nine common symptoms of stress that can be affecting you, okay? The first one is headaches. 
And here's the thing too. Don't tune out and say, oh, Michelle always talks about stress. We've heard it before. We've heard all this again. But here's the thing. You know that I always say this. It takes nine to 12 times to hear something before it starts to sink into our brains. And that's partly because we live in this chaotic life, you know, where everything is about, you know, fast, fast, fast. You know, even though we talk a lot about self-care and you know that I am all about self-care and that's our brand mission. And you know that my job is to teach you how to be your number one self-care hero, okay? By teaching you about the foundations of five, the five foundations to really impact that impact your health on an everyday basis, things that you can do every day. And one of those five foundations is to reduce stress. So I'm not going to stop talking about it. So if you don't want to hear about it, you know, that's fine. But I hope that you'll constantly be listening and try to listen to it in a different way and grab something different every time we talk about it or you hear people talking about it because everybody has a different concept and has a different feel for what stress is and how it's affecting your life. Now, trust me, if those five heavy hitters, you know, Tony Robbins, Matthew McConaughey, okay, actor Matthew McConaughey is getting on board talking about lifestyle and about how to live a better life and about the pace and Tony Robbins and Dean DeGrazia and Marie Farleo, if they're all getting on board and talking about this message about stress and how to start taking a look at your life and how to change your life and how to grab a hold and how to start being and taking better care of yourself, then hey, you know what? I, I, I have to say that I'm right up there with them. But those are the five heavy hitters. Those are five heavy, heavy hitters. And they're talking about this. So I know that I'm on the right track, okay? So let's talk about those. All right, number one, we said headaches. One of the most common symptoms of stress would certainly have to be headaches. Stress can cause tension headaches in the muscles of your neck and your scalp, which ultimately leads to headaches. It can also lead to migraines. In addition, stress can cause changes in your blood pressure, which then can cause you to have headaches, which can then cause you to start having migraines, and your blood pressure then can be starting to be elevated all the time. So headaches, you know, are just a manifestation of stress, but they can also lead to other things, okay? So if you find yourself, ladies, suffering from headaches regularly, consider what's really going on in your life, okay? And they talked about this today on this three-hour you know, event that they had about looking at your life, evaluating your life, taking a step back and really seeing what priorities are in your life. And um, I'll be honest with you, it's not the priorities they were talking about are not necessarily work anymore, you know, or the 24 hustle. It's about looking at the other areas of your life and adding quality back into those areas because, you know, we're only here for a short span of time. So we need to really start learning to live our life and not let life live us, okay? The next thing is fatigue, okay? And like I said, none of these are like, oh my God, they're so new, I haven't heard of these. These are common things, but we tend to ignore the common things. We tend to ignore the headaches, saying, oh, it's just a headache, or we ignore the fatigue. I just need to keep working through the fatigue. It's okay, I'm, I'm busy, I'm a, I'm a woman, I've gotta take care of everybody, I've gotta run a business, I've got a career, I've gotta go home, I've gotta cook, I've gotta clean, I've gotta do everything for everybody. And then we just start accepting these things as normal, okay? And that's exactly a lot of this was what they were talking about. The five gurus were actually talking about accepting things, okay? So another common symptom of stress is fatigue. Stress can cause you to feel physically and emotionally drained. Yes, even if you're still getting enough sleep. 
Chronic stress can also disrupt your sleep patterns, leading to further fatigue. You'll feel like you're suffocating and nothing will ever suffice. So tune into this element of stress, okay? And don't just chalk it up to, oh, I have to push myself harder. I've got deadlines to meet. You're no good ladies to anybody if you're nothing to yourself, okay? Next thing, digestive problems. Stress also can have significant impact on your digestive system in many funky ways. It can cause things like stomach aches, diarrhea, constipation, you know, irritable bowel syndrome, all of those things. And we've talked about those on the podcast before. All of this is simply because stress can interfere with the normal functioning of your digestive system. It sends signals between your brain and your body that make things go haywire. So this elevation in cortisol starts to shoot off and talk to other areas of your body. Because remember what we talked about before, we said cortisol has to do with our fright and flight mechanism. And when your body is high and your cortisol, cortisol level is high, your body thinks that you're in that state. So you don't have to do, it shuts off everything that is not really necessary. That's where you get constipation. Some people get diarrhea. You can wax and wane between diarrhea and constipation. That's known as irritable bowel. It can aggravate Crohn's disease. It can aggravate ulcerative colitis. Those are autoimmune types of digestive issues, all kinds of things, okay? The next one is irritability. This shouldn't surprise you at all, ladies, as well as we've all known and we've all been there. Always remember that stress can cause you to feel irritable as well as short-tempered. You may find yourself snapping at others, even over the most minor of issues. This is because stress can affect your mood and make it harder for you to control your emotions, regardless of how level-headed you've been in the past or you think that you are. Stress causes us to be short-tempered, okay? Then we've talked about anxiety. Stress can also lead to feelings of anxiety. They often go hand in hand, which is why they're so overwhelmingly grouped together. You may feel constantly worried or fearful, even if there is no specific reason for it. Chronic stress ladies can also contribute to the development of anxiety disorder. So do not let this symptom run rapid without trying to keep it in check because you don't want to have long-term anxiety issues where you have to go on medication, you know, or if you have some sort of little level, low levels of anxiety, you don't want them to escalate into bigger problems. We've also talked about depression before. In addition to anxiety, stress can also contribute to the development of the ever-destructive emotion and state of being that is called depression. Chronic stress can lead to feelings of hopelessness, helplessness, and sadness. It can also make it harder for you to enjoy the things that you used to find pleasurable, okay? It can start to make us feel hopeless, helpless, you know, and just think like, oh my God, there's just no point in getting up anymore. I don't have any drive. It can take away our passion. Stress can take away our passion. It can cause us to have difficulty concentrating. Stress can have also an immense impact on your ability to concentrate on anything, regardless of how interesting or not interesting you may believe it to be. You may find yourself having trouble focusing on tasks or remembering simple or significant things. Chronic stress, ladies, can also lead to cognitive problems over time. It can spill out in other ways in other parts of your life when it's exacerbated. So stress and difficulty concentrating, you could have be forgetful, okay? And when you got a lot on your mind, you tend to forget things. Who knows if this is a contributor long-term down the road to Alzheimer's? We don't know. But this is where we have to start taking control and taking some of our stuff back so that we can decrease some of this. Stress can also increase your heart rate. So if you find your heart racing and increasing around, you know, feeling when you start to feel overwhelmed, 
then stress may actually be the cause of it. This is because stress triggers the release of adrenaline and other stress hormones, which can cause your heart to beat faster. As a result, this may make you feel more exhausted and fatigued, which relates to an earlier points that we just mentioned. So you see how one thing can cause other things to happen and so on and so on. And then you have that whole huge snowball effect. I bet you didn't know this one. Stress can also have an ugly result on your skin. It can cause acne, painful rashes, and other skin problems all around. The, re the reason behind this is because stress can trigger inflammation and other changes in your body that can affect your skin. So it's important to realize that oftentimes it's stress that's causing these things. And instead of fighting to remedy them with medical solutions, I want you to learn how to tackle stress first. Stress is truly something, ladies, that we all find ourselves challenged with and can have a negative impact on our physical, mental, and also our emotional health, okay? By being conscious of the things that we just talked about today that surround stress, that is what allows you to be your number one self-care hero. That allows you to take the proper steps to effectively manage your stress and improve your overall well-being. So if you're experiencing chronic stress that you can't truly battle with on your own, with your own habits or routines, then there are other solutions, okay? So like we talked about before, it's important to seek out help if you need it from a mental health expert or to take care of it or talk to your medical provider. Maybe you do need to get on some medication. Maybe you need some supplements by talking to a naturopathic doctor or even your regular primary care. But remember, stress may be normal, but it is possibly proper. It can get out of hand. And if it is not managed properly, then it is going to cause you to start to have effects such as feeling of unhappiness and not having a fulfilling life. Okay. Because stress is going to start taking over and manifesting in many different ways. So, however, believe it or not, with the proper insight and guidance, I want to talk to you about foods that can help you lower your cortisol levels naturally. Okay. So we're going to take just a few minute break here and we're going to hear a message from our sponsor. And then we'll be right back to talk about foods that will help lower your cortisol to round out today's episode. Are you tired of feeling like you have to fit into a certain mold when it comes to healthy living? Do you want to learn how to take control of your own health and wellness on your own terms? If so, you won't want to miss our upcoming webinar on healthy living your way, led by Michelle Broad, certified women's health adult nurse practitioner. During this free webinar, you'll learn the importance of taking a personalized approach to your health and wellness, strategies for creating healthy habits that work for your unique lifestyle and preferences, tips for managing stress and staying motivated on your health journey, and more. This webinar is designed specifically for women who are ready to take their health and wellness to the next level without sacrificing their individuality or authenticity. And the best part? You can join us from the comfort of your own home on Saturday, May 6th at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Can't make it to the live event? No worries. We'll be sending out a reply link to anyone who signs up so you can watch the webinar at your convenience. Ready to take the first step towards healthy living your way? Sign up for our free webinar below and we'll see you on May 6th. Okay, so we're back. So here, I want you to follow along as we talk about 12 foods that you can add to your diet to help you reduce your cortisol levels and ultimately promote better overall health. And some of these ladies, I know you're going to love. Number one, dark chocolate. We've talked about this before. Dark chocolate is known for its high content of flavonoids, which are antioxidant that have been linked to various health benefits, including reducing stress. Yay. So here's the thing. A study published in the Journal of 
Primatone Research found that eating about an ounce and a half of dark chocolate daily for two weeks reduced cortisol levels in its participants who reported feeling highly stressed. So you need to eat the dark chocolate. It's not the milk chocolate, it's the dark chocolate, all right? Berries, such as blueberries, raspberries, and strawberries are packed with antioxidants and other nutrients that can help lower cortisol levels. A study published in the Journal of Nutrition found that consuming berries daily for six weeks help reduce inflammation and oxidative stress, both of which can contribute to high cortisol levels. So if you really are not a fan of fruits or berries, here is a reason to go eat them. And berries are great even for diabetics. Okay, you want to eat more berries. If you're on a keto diet or something, you also want to stick to berries. They are less, they hit you less impact on your glycemic index level. But ladies, you need to eat a balanced diet. That's just the number one clue here, okay? So berries are good for you. Fermented foods such as kimchi, sauerkraut, and kefir contain probiotics that help regulate the gut microbiome. A healthy gut microbiome has been linked to research to reduce stress and anxiety. So a study published in Psychiatry Research found that participants who consumed fermented foods for four weeks reported reduced social anxiety because your gut is your second brain. And that's where your neurotransmitters are housed as well. So you got to keep your gut healthy. You see how everything in the body works together? The next one is oatmeal. You may be surprised at that. Oatmeal is a complex carb that can help regulate blood sugar levels, which can help reduce cortisol levels. A study published in the Archives of Internal Medicine found that consuming complex carbohydrates, such as oatmeal, help reduce cortisol levels in participants who reported feeling stressed. Leafy greens. Leafy greens such as spinach, kale, and collard greens are high in magnesium, which is an essential mineral for reducing stress. A study published in the Journal of American College of Nutrition found that magnesium supplementation helped reduce cortisol levels in participants who reported feeling stressed. Salmon is high in omega-3 fatty acids, which has been linked to reduced inflammation and improved mood. A study published in the Journal of the American College of Nutrition found that omega-3 supplementation helped reduce cortisol levels in participants who reported feeling stressed. Avocado is a source of healthy fats that can help regulate blood sugar levels and reduce inflammation. A study published in the Journal of Nutrients found that consuming avocado helped reduce cortisol levels in participants who reported feeling stressed. And it's one of those healthy fats that I always talk about using. Nuts, such as almonds, pistachios, and walnuts, they are high in magnesium, which as mentioned earlier, can help reduce stress. Additionally, nuts contain healthy fats and fiber, which can help regulate blood sugar levels. A study published in the Journal of International Society of Sports and Nutrition found that consuming almonds help reduce cortisol levels in participants who performed intense exercise. Turmeric. Turmeric is a spice that contains curcumin, which has been linked to reduce inflammation and improved mood. A study published in the Journal of Psychopharmacology found that curcumin supplementation helped reduce cortisol levels in participants who reported feeling stress. Tea, particularly green tea and black tea, contain antioxidants and other compounds that can help reduce inflammation and improve mood. A study published in the Journal of Psychopharmacology found that drinking tea helped reduce cortisol levels in participants who reported feeling stress. Garlic is a source of allicin, a compound that has been linked to reduce inflammation and improved immune function. A study published in the Journal of Diabetes Care found that garlic supplementation helped reduce cortisol levels in participants with type 2 diabetes. Now, garlic is also a blood thinner, so you need to be careful if you're taking aspirin or if you're on any morphine or Coumadin. 
Also with the leafy greens, such as kale and different things like that, you have to be careful if you're on a blood thinner. So again, before taking any type of supplementation, always consult with your medical provider to make sure that it is good for you to consume those things. Okay. This podcast is just for educational purposes only. Whole grains such as quinoa, brown rice, and whole wheat are complex carbs that can help regulate blood sugar levels and reduce inflammation. A study published in the Journal of Nutrition found that consuming whole grains helped reduce cortisol levels in participants who reported feeling stressed. So ladies, here's the thing. Incorporating these foods into your diet can help lower cortisol levels and promote overall health. However, it's important to note that diet alone may not be enough to manage stress. Engaging in regular physical activity, another one of those five pillars, getting enough sleep, another one of the five pillars, and practicing self-management techniques such as meditation and deep breathing can also help reduce cortisol levels and promote better healthy living. In addition to incorporating these foods into your diet, it's also important to avoid certain foods and drinks that can cause cortisol levels to be increased. These can include caffeine, sugar, processed food, and alcohol. So ladies, to sum it all up, we all know that stress is truly lurking at every corner of our lives. You should also be aware by now that there are steps that you can take to manage its overall effects on our bodies because we've talked about it time and time again. Eating a diet rich in whole nutrient-dense foods can help lower cortisol levels and improve overall health. By making small changes, small changes to both your diet and your lifestyle, you can reduce stress and boost your overall well-being. Taking what you've already learned today, I want you to start making some notes for yourself And I want you to start making a list of foods that you can now incorporate into your various meals each day to start benefiting, not just from lowering your cortisol, but also by improving your health at the same time too. Okay. So we talked about things, what stress can cause. Then we gave you foods that can help you manage your cortisol and reduce those stress. And those, those are foods, ladies, that everybody has in their cabinets. Maybe not turmeric, but most people have garlic. Most people have magnesium, nuts. They have avocados. They have salmon, leafy greens, oatmeal, fermented foods, yogurt, berries. I know every woman has chocolate. But they might not have dark chocolate, so go out and get yourself some dark chocolate. But these are things, ladies, that, that they're just plain good for you. They're not only tasty, but they also can help you lower your cortisol and help with stress. They can help reduce those other things that we talked about earlier, skin problems, increased heart rate, difficulty concentrating, depression, anxiety, irritability, digestive problems, fatigue, headaches. Those are all symptoms of stress or can be cause can be symptoms of stress. So just incorporate some of those foods, make a list of the ones that you want to start incorporating, start looking up different recipes that incorporate those things. And you are well on your way to having less stress, more enjoyment, a better diet, and overall healthier lifestyle. So ladies, thank you so much for joining us today. I hope that you learned some things and it wasn't just, you know, another repeat, but you know, we do talk about stress a lot. So I hoped you heard it in a different way. I hoped you gleaned some new foods. Maybe foods that we talked about before, but now you're paying attention and you hear them again because I really want you to help you to reduce stress. I really want you to be your number one self-care hero. And it starts by taking hold of your health. It starts by you doing the things that you can do to improve your health because that's where you become your number one self-care hero by doing doing what you can. Not what anybody else can, not what you provide or anybody else, but the things that you can do and incorporate into your life to help you be healthier. So until next week, ladies, I thank you again for listening. I 
hope that you will sign up for our free webinar that is coming up on May 6th. Um, details will be in the, um, in the show notes. And here's the last word from the sponsor of today's podcast. And until next week, bye for now. Are you tired of feeling like you have to fit into a certain mold when it comes to healthy living? Do you want to learn how to take control of your own health and wellness on your own terms? If so, you won't want to miss our upcoming webinar on Healthy Living Your Way, led by Michelle Broad, Certified Women's Health Adult Nurse Practitioner. During this free webinar, you'll learn the importance of taking a personalized approach to your health and wellness, strategies for creating healthy habits that work for your unique lifestyle and preferences, tips for managing stress and staying motivated on your health journey, and more. This webinar is designed specifically for women who are ready to take their health and wellness to the next level without sacrificing their individuality or authenticity. And the best part, you can join us from the comfort of your own home on Saturday, May 6th at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Can't make it to the live event? No worries. We'll be sending out a reply link to anyone who signs up so you can watch the webinar at your convenience. Ready to take the first step towards healthy living your way? Sign up for our free webinar below, and we'll see you on May 6th.